My name is George and welcome to the podcast. This is planning to go out on Boxing Day, so I hope everybody who's listening into this had a good Christmas, got all the presents and gifts they wanted. Of course, you're always going to get some, well, something that's just shit. You're like, you don't know me at all. Why did you give me this? And for me especially, I always used to get the gifts. Um, No offence to anyone who got them for me, but the sort of gifts that they'd pay about 20, 30 quid for, and then after Boxing Day, they'd be at least a fiver or less in the sales. However, what I did in enjoy was the Boxing Day sandwich, you know, the one where you got your leftover turkey, potatoes, sausages, all of that lot, bung it in a sandwich, it's lovely, especially if you're hungover. But hey, you know, hasn't it been a good quick year? Um, Yeah, and also Christmas, that snuck up on us. Um, I hope a lot of you watched Doctor Who last night, or whenever you're listening to this, you know, with the, with the regeneration, do you remember that earlier this year when it was announced, Doctor Who's going to be a woman, and it was announced in the evening, and I saw so much hate on Twitter and Facebook and the internet in general and then in the morning everyone was fine with it. That was a quick turnaround. So I'd like to welcome all of the existing listeners to the FMG Film Music Game podcast and also all of the new listeners to my podcast, FMG. So to all the newbies out there, what is FMG? Well, Film Music Game. Um, there's a bit of a back catalogue, not much really because I haven't produced as much content as I would like, you know, having to work a general job and everything like that. One thing I like about podcasts is they are just general conversations with interesting people with good stories to tell. Um, Mine in particular, it specialises on those within the film, music or games industries for that. There's various episodes, like mini-sodes out there, but I've had a um, university professor, um, lecturer of uh, film and cultural studies. I've got a uh, female director doing a, well, two films on Adrian Street, another wrestler. We'll get back to wrestling in a minute, but you already know this due to the title. Um, a, A friend who's the, um, he's the editor of a film website, Screen Rant. We've also got an extra, well, person who's done extra stand-up work, and also a feature film composer, amongst other things, who, yeah, you know, you will hear on the intro music in a minute. So, of course, about this, you know, I was inspired to do the podcast, and I figured, why the fuck not? You know, you either think about doing something in life too much that you overthink and then don't do it, or you just get on and do it. Now, today I am honoured because it's my biggest guest so far, wrestling legend Jimmy Havoc. If you don't know about him, then... Well, you know, you're in for a treat. We're going to have a great conversation going on here. Um, If you do know about him, you know, via Progress Wrestling, the UK wrestling scene at all, he is great. You know, the performances are electric. And I've seen a few at Progress Wrestling. um, And it's, yeah, it just blew me away. And it just turns out as well, quite happily, that I've known this guy for years and he was more than happy to come on the podcast. So I will say, first of all, To those who listen to a lot of podcasts, the sound quality isn't the best. The microphone I used to record this, it made a bit of a funny feedback noise when I was testing it. And, you know, all those who are out there who aspire to do podcasts or any filming or sound work, it's always so important to test your equipment. And I couldn't figure out why I was doing this funny noise. So this is actually recorded on my phone. It's come out all right. Um, I did manage to mix it as well. But, you know, compared to some other podcasts out there, I'm not going to name the names and shit on them. It sounds absolutely fantastic. So, um, yeah, 
Another thing about this is I was slightly ill, as you could tell through it. This was, I think, recorded back in October, so I had that lovely coughing bug that has been going around, which lots of other people have got. Also, you could tell I'm a little bit excited to have a catch-up with my friend, and I'm not going to apologise for talking a lot on this. You know, it's one thing I like about podcasts, uh, they are more of a conversation than just an interview. You know, ask a brief open question, we get a generic response, you know, a sound about call it what you like so stick around to the end as well because one feature that I have on this is each guest gives me either a film to review an album to listen to or a game to play which I then do a mini sort of conversational piece review at the end of it but as you can hear on this um, you know thank you for listening it's on via SoundCloud iTunes if you want to get in touch you can hit me up via Twitter etc you can use Google Google is your friend if you want to be a guest on here of course get in touch But without further ado, I present to you Jimmy Havoc. So we're doing that whole rolling recording as many people do for podcasts. Nobody ever starts this stuff anymore. (laughs) What's wrong with people these days? But anyway, everybody, welcome to FMG Film Music Game Podcast. Today I'm joined by, how how would I describe you? Superstar, awesome guy? Uh, I'd describe myself as a superstar, obviously, but what am I to you, George? You're a superstar. Thanks very much. And (laughs) and I'd like to say a friend. We have got Jimmy Havoc. How are you doing today? Good thing. I want to shake your hand then. I don't know why I went to do that. Let's do this. Can you hear this? There we go. I'm I'm good. Good. You know, it's a uh, quite a good Sunday. My my plan was um, woke up. I had leftover Chinese food. Good choice. Yeah, it's always, always better good. for breakfast, isn't it? Yeah. Is that, is, I like Chinese for breakfast. It's, it's a weird one because, like, at work and in a various social situations, they're like, oh, leftover pizza in India for breakfast. The only thing I've never had leftover for is kebab for breakfast. Yeah. Not had that yet. That doesn't work. But no, it, it all just congeals and yeah. it's just. I'm all, I think when I'm drunk, I'm always clever enough to throw it away instead of whatever's left, instead of saving it for the morning. Because yeah. I don't think I'd, yeah, I don't think I could do that. Yeah, I've done that once. Um, fried chicken, if you've got yeah, that's right. Fried chicken, chicken, right, it, yeah. it does work, but not as well. Yeah, put it in the oven, not the microwave though. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Cool. And what, what I do with pizza is I microwave it for a bit first, and then put it in the oven to crisp. Oh, good call, good yeah. call. So, um, as per the film music game podcast, Jimmy, can you uh, tell me about a good film you've watched recently, an album or gig you've been to, um, or a game you've been playing? Okay, the last film I saw at cinema I really liked was Baby Driver. Yeah. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I'm a big fan of Edgar Wright. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a really fun film. I, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, mate, you know, it's good. Yeah. It's really good. I don't, I'm, I'm going to wait until it's like, you know, Blu-ray or whatnot. Because, yeah. Um, it, it, I love Edgar Wright too. Yeah, let me guess, you watched Spaced when yeah. you were younger. Yeah. Love Of course. That. Spaced and, is brilliant. And all of the films. Um, it's a shame. Did you hear about Ant-Man? And yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, yeah, I saw the interview he did. About that, I think it was in Variety or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a shame. It, it was. It was something he really wanted to do, wasn't it? But yeah. I, I get it. Like being in the sort of creative business, if you're told you need to do something someone else's way when you've got your own way to want to do it, it's, what's the point? It's difficult. And yeah. from, from what I've heard, is he'd been developing that film. Long yeah, years. Yeah, he'd, he'd wanted to do it. Yeah, for years. Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting the soundtrack to be fantastic. No, <laughs> it is. The soundtrack is very good. Cool. I've not managed to watch uh, it yet. No. Which I wanted to, because my girlfriend, uh, she hates horror movies. Um, okay. So, right. uh, yeah, I can't 
can't go and watch that yet. See, my girlfriend hates horror movies as well, so I just lie to her about some things. <laughs> so it's like, you know, if there's a particular film or TV show, I'll be like, oh no, it's a horror, did you know that? Because oh. um, I get more, due to work and whatnot, I yeah. get more time at home than she does. All right. So it's, uh, it, it is a bit hard for her to catch up on things, but we're now watching Star Trek and Bojack oh, cool. Horseman. The new Star Trek is really good, I started watching that yeah. the other day, one on Netflix. Yeah, yeah that's that's really good. Bo- Bojack's amazing, but... Yeah, I love Bojack, yeah. yeah, we watched an episode of it this morning. So if there's something that, you know, I want to see, but I can't be asked to wait months for her, I'm like, yeah, it's a horror film. Yeah, she yeah, yeah, lots of people die in it as well. So um, let, let's begin, you know, sort of like how we met. So from, from my point of view, um, I was in secondary school, probably about 15 years old. Now, I'm going to talk about music for this, because yeah. back then it was either, you were a garage bruv, you get me, yeah. or you're a cruncher. So yeah, you like to the two, music. Yeah, the two, the two types of human beings. I, I know, yeah. Well, I, I don't say one type is human being, <laughs> without, especially the way we got treated. Yeah, yeah. And like, actually, on a tangent, um, talking to my nephews about what music people like nowadays, they like everything, mm. and it's fine. And I think because of Spotify and things like that, it's just opened the world. Yeah, it doesn't up. seem to be that much of a, a, a divide anymore. No. I mean, there are still the people who just like what they want, but I think with yeah, the sort of prevalence of the internet and sort of downloadable content that doesn't really cost anything. Like you don't have to worry about spending 15 quid an album anymore and it being shit. Yeah. So. That, that's one thing that jarred me. Like, you know, cause you heard the first two singles. Yeah, that's good. Go spend 15 quid on an album. The rest Dog is shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, three, six months down the line, then they re-release it with a bonus disc. With a bunch of bonus song. tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a DVD. I'm like, Oh great. Can I just buy the bonus <laughs> disc? But they didn't do that. So, um, hanging around Hextable, um, Jimmy, you worked in a petrol station. I did work in a petrol station at the time, yeah. And so I used to go there with my mates and pick up chocolate bars and whatnot, and you used to play the likes of Corn and AFI. Yeah, yeah, on so a Sunday morning. And and that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I quite like this. <laughs> so we, we got talking and whatnot, and then it turns out we um, knew quite a lot of, uh, we had mutual same friends. people, yeah. Yeah, in the uh, sort of like ska punk front. Like Tom and Paul and... Yeah. I've not seen those guys in years. Um, Paul's doing good for himself. Yeah, doesn't he? Uh, oh no, I said it a lie. I saw Paul last year at Corn. I think yeah. that was Nick Biscuit. He's manager of New Crossing, is he? Yeah. something? Yeah. He is, yeah. And he put on um, the last weekend I was there, um, Cramping Your Leg Fest. Oh, cool. It's a three day fest in memory of a guy called uh, Mike Crampton. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun because, as you know, with gigs like that, it's also a really good community. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone knows each other, everybody's friendly. Oh, wicked. And uh, I do remember, like, memories as well before that, when we were at various Scar gigs down the Red Lion. Oh, Red Lion, yeah. And then me being a drunk dickhead as I was, <laughs> and still I'd be like, yeah, I could kick your ass, baby, <laughs> picking me up and spinning me around like a pencil. Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, with that, which I reckon you could still do. Possibly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trained now, so... Yeah, so we'll, we'll get to the resting a bit more. Um, I went to the Red Lion a couple of months ago, actually, and saw uh, the Ataris yeah. play. Sweet. Yeah. That was fucking random. That blew because I went to follow them on Twitter afterwards, and it blew my mind that a band that I love, I've got more followers on Twitter than them. Yeah. Like, oh wow, I am actually kind of a big deal now. That's right. <laughs> now, is that yes, you are a big deal. Let's, uh, let's, yeah. c- c- kind of, kind of. Not no, as big a deal are. as some of my mates. But. Yeah, no, but that, that's always the thing, you know, like there are always going to be people who are bigger and higher than you in the world, and people are lower than you are. I'm happy, that's what I yeah. care about. So. And I did read a brilliant life pro tip um, a little while ago. It goes like, don't compare yourself to other people, 
compare yourself to you two years ago. Yeah. So if you're in a better place and if you're happy and if you've got your shit sorted out, brilliant, you're doing well. So if, if you're depressed not, and you're not in a better place, don't compare yourself two years ago because no. that's, that's bad. That's or, a bad move. In it, or, or you can, like, you can recognise that and do something to sort it out. Oh, I see. I was going through the pessimistic route. You've got optimistic. That's good. Yeah. Well, well you're, you're dressed in black. That um, is true. I've got, I've got a bit of denim on. You know, I've, I've got a black shirt on here. Rarely am I not dressed in black, <coughs> George. Yeah, no. We'll talk about the look as well with that. But then again, it sort of goes in with the music because back in my more metal days, you know, the big baggy black Big thing, jeans. The jeans. I was knocking myself out once because of baggy jeans. Really? Let me. I was no. coming out of my old bedroom and. Uh, we're in the lock conversion of my house at the moment, but in my old house we had lock conversion. But it was like a sort of semi-permanent staircase they put in. Yeah. Uh, and it was just outside my bedroom door, so I'm coming out my bedroom door, tripped on my massive flares, and went headfirst into the stairs, and I've knocked myself out. Ow. That was good. Now, now, what's that knock yourself out or training for the wrestling? No, no, definitely <laughs> not. No, no. See, I, I, what I used to hate was Reading Festival and various gigs and whatnot. You wear the baggy jeans out down to the floor, oh, and you go in for a mud. piss. And then you just see this puddle, and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. I have to hold them up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hold I used to have ones that had, like, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, like, sort of ties on the bottom. Yeah. So you could sort of pull them up and tie them up around the, the bottom bit so they yeah. wouldn't come back down again. So you've got to tie them up around your knees. Yeah. I don't know if they were designed for pissing in festivals, but I, they worked they really worked. well for yeah. me. Yeah. Like, a fr friend of mine, um, he had a pair of baggy jeans, and he had this sort of outside pocket... Um, sort of like mid, I don't know what part of this lower leg it's called. The shin. Shin, there we go, thank no. There we go, I'm crap with names and autonomy. Or oh, autonomy, yeah, that shit. Anyway, <laughs> so he had this pocket on the outside of the shin and he put his phone in there. That's oh. where he kept his phone because when he was sitting down, he could just reach in and grab his phone and you never guess what happened to his phone. Oh, I don't know, George. Did it get broken? Well, he, I, we don't know. We don't know. We never saw it again. Oh, fucking idiot. With that, I'm, yeah, I'm just wondering why. Who the fuck designs things? Well, I suppose like it's clever when you're sitting down, but then when you stand up, just transfer it to another pocket. Yes, with that, or just oh, I don't know. Anyway, but um, on, now we're on to Reading Festival because I went ten years in a row mm -hmm. and stopped because the crowd changed. The, the first one I went to, um, you had Green Day, Marilyn Manson, and the Cult there, amongst other artists. What year was that? Two thousand and one. Eminem oh, Eminem as well, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 and Travis headline. Yeah, I was there. I went 2000 at 2006 for my six years. There. Yeah. Was that kind of seven? 2000, 2001, Oh, seven years in a row, I went. Yeah. 2006 was actually my favourite. Um, yeah, it was on, good. 2000 was my favourite, I think. Yeah, I missed that one. Was that the one where Daphne and Celeste got Yeah, they were, they were on in between yeah. Rage Against the Machine and Slipknot. Yeah. There was, I was at the pit, and there was this guy that was so enraged they were there, he pulled his shoe off and just threw it at them. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Who throws a shoe? Yeah, well, what are you going to do now? Like, yeah. you've got one shoe on. It's the last day. Like. I'm going to hop in protest. That's <laughs> what I'm going to do. But with, with that, because um, I can't remember, I think it's Universal Music Group who uh, put on Reading uh, via Mean Fiddler and lots of right. other festivals. And back then it was like, um, here are the artists that we're pushing, and back when they've had the money to push and promote artists, yeah. and here are the artists who are actually selling. Yeah. And I remember one year you had um, headlining on the last day, so it's a very dusty and muggy and quite aggressive Reading Festival. On the last day you had Placebo, another band, and then Green Day headlining. Yeah. The other band was 50 Cent. And oh, wow. Yeah. And it, it just, like, here's the thing, like, if... If they would have had 50 Cent headlining one of the tents, it would have been fine. 
Fans would have turned up for 50 cent. Yeah. We would have played the whole gig brilliant. But as it was, um, you, you, well, as you saw, you know, that bit in 300 where they launch all the arrows that watch yeah. in the sky goes back? Yeah, the amount of shit going over and it's just a torrent. On I the remember view. seeing Lethal Bizzle at Download <coughs> yeah. a few years ago. I think most people had gone there just to, like, give him abuse. By the end of that set, everyone's like, fuck, this guy's really good at it. Yeah. This is really cool. I, I was like that. And he won everyone over, yeah. Um, he was at a tent in Reading, I think in 2006. Oh. I'm like, Jizzy Tissue, really? I don't <laughs> want to see that fucking, what's going on? And then, like, um, I think the third song in, he played, um, you yeah, know, the Ranks 22 Grand yeah. um, job. I'm like, yeah, this is good. Yeah, and then right, by yeah. the end, I'm like, no, come back. Ten yeah. more songs, absolutely love I was supposed to present an award at the Kerrang! Awards last year to Lethal Bizzle. No, with the Lethal Bizzle, we were supposed to do it together. Uh, but I was I was on in Greece and Holland, and my flight got delayed. Yeah. And then they couldn't find my suit, and there, so I just didn't make it in time. Which I was really gutted about that. Cause yeah. I was supposed to present the award to Frank Carter, oh, like yeah. a, a lifetime achievement or something, or the most happy or whatever. Yeah. Something rather. But uh, yeah, I was gutted. I just wanted to fight with me and Lethal Bizzle, which was yeah. really fucking cool. You, you can do it again, right? Just contact the Korean folk. Oh, so they didn't do the awards this year. Didn't they? No, I don't think so. No. Okay. Mm. I wonder, like, is that because people are buying, not buying Kerrang as well? No idea. And one of my mates who worked there, he lost his job a while back, and he's working for Shortlist now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, mutual friend. Oh, yeah. Ryan. Oh, no, for free and about Will. Oh, no, Will was never working for Kerrang. Oh, no. He worked Total yeah. Rock. Yeah, that's the one, so I'm getting confused with that one. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, it's, it's good that, you know, they get other jobs. Yeah. There. One thing that pissed me off about Kerrang, where he used to read it, um, they would, of course, because it's money and it's promotion and PR and like, here, Craig, if we give you X amount, can you promote the recording of this album? Yeah. And I remember this one band, and it was like for about five weeks, big article on them, recording it. The person there was like, oh, this is going to be the best album ever. And then the actual review came out, and I think they gave it two Ks out of five. I'm like, what? Incidentally, that band was Lost Profits. Ah. Which, you know, opinions have definitely changed. Yeah, it certainly changed about them. Yeah. yeah. I did hear that the, um, apart from, like, Cuntface, yeah. the rest of the band, they are... Um, They're certainly a band, are they? Yeah. Good. I've heard about that, and I've heard... Because really I, I do just like the Lost Profits. Yeah, same. Good, but, like, you can't listen to them anymore without thinking about that. No, so no, it's, it's, it's tainted. And have, have you heard um, Cunt and the Gang? See, um, no. the Cunt and the Gang, he's one guy. Oh, no, I know what they are, yeah. yeah. Um, he done this song called The Wrong Ian Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, H from Steps, and yeah. that one, and it's brilliant. I'm sure when it happened, there was an article, <coughs> a newspaper article online, or something, printed the article about that. Yeah. And, uh, um, and they put Ian Watkins from Steps' photo on there instead yeah. of that Ian Watkins. Yeah. Poor bastard. It was, yeah, but um, I was at the O2 um, the other week, and I did see up on, on a billboard, they're like, Steps, supported by Venga Boys. And I thought to that myself, sounds awesome. Yeah, that, that was yeah. a really good gig with that one. Going back to like how music's changed and whatnot, like for, for me, one of the most important gigs for me was um, Daft Punk in 2007. Because oh, cool. that opened up the whole world of dance music. Yeah. Beforehand, I've been to a few raves and like drum and bass gigs and whatnot, and they were just a bit moody. Whereas Daft Punk, everybody there was just having a party yeah. and smiling and having a really good time. And yeah, going, going back to Reading, that's one th- reason why I don't go. Because the crowd changed. Instead of, like, say, Glastonbury or any other festival, you can just talk to anyone about any of the bands yeah. playing, and they're quite friendly. Reading was like, who are you? You know, what's, what's going on? They might be friends on Facebook. Quite a few yeah. dickheads, which yeah, leads nicely to um, yeah, a story about when you saw AFI there. Ah, oh, fucking dickhead. Yeah. Do you want to tell the listeners what happened there? Uh, well, um, 
As as the police have never been in touch, I assume that this is uh, an old story and it won't be an issue anymore. Yeah. But was this 2010, was it? Or? I think it's 2010 because you gave me, I think I saw um, Blink headline. Yeah, yeah. And then you were watching Oh, because Lost Profits were headlining that night as well, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, because it was uh, Gallows, AFI, then Lost Profits, I think. I think I'd gone from AFI, luckily, and didn't see Lost Profits, went to see whoever else. Oh, no, was that that night? No, no, that wasn't that night. AFI was in the last night, Lost Profits headline. The main stage, I think, was Kings of Leon. Might. Or Radiohead, maybe, or something? Um, I'm going to have to double-check I'm, I'm going to have to look at it. Yeah, there we go. We, we yeah, anyway, so, so we were... Um, so we wouldn't be able to do this fucking ten years ago, would we? I no, exactly. You, you know, lots of people have said, you, you know, um, because we've got access to everything in our pockets. By the way, listeners, we're looking up Reading Festival lineups. Um, people don't forget, and there's so much of a reliance on technology. On the flip side, I love the fact that we can do this. Anyway, yeah, so I was in the pit waiting for uh, AFI to come in. No, it wasn't 2010. What year was it? Maybe 2009. Oh, no, it was 2009. Yeah. Um, waiting for AFI to come on. Uh, just having... Gallows had just finished. Um, oh. And... Oh, yeah, it was Radiohead headlining, yeah. Yeah. And it was... Yeah, it was Lost Profits, yeah. So, uh, in the pit, waiting for him to start after Gallows, and I feel this hand go in my pocket. So I managed to grab hold of it and pull it out, and he's trying to steal my phone. And as I got his hand, I felt my other pocket, and my wallet had already gone. Yeah. So I'm like, where's my fucking wallet? You can't. And he just was trying to get away, nothing, but there's two people there. So I grabbed, imagine if you like held two fingers in one hand, and two fingers in your other hand. Like, like a Vulcan hand Yeah, basically, yeah. And just politely asked him to, to give me my wallet back, and when he politely declined, I politely broke his fingers. Yeah. Uh, at which point, having no one else saw what was going on, they just thought I just broke some guy's fingers. They decided to try and beat me up. And as I was explaining, you know, this guy just robbed me. Yeah. They all, he all, he ran off and got away with it. Bastards. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, oh, it's it, my phone he got. If phone he had got, my wallet he was going for. You got it, yeah. Yeah, yeah with that, because I remember, like, you lost your phone, because we yeah. met somewhere. Like, oh, why? Because you were giving me a lift phone pad, yeah. right? But that. But there was... Like, for the first couple of years, I stayed at Reading yeah. on the Sunday night. And then... After I think it was the second year when they all just sort of start setting propane gas canisters on fire, I was like, nah, it's not no. worth staying here on a Sunday. No. Because the Sundays are those, they're just so fucked up nights. Yeah. Like, it's like Lord of the Flies or something. Everyone goes mental and decides to start. Yeah, with it. And, like, when, when I was younger, like, the first reading I went to, I was 16, and I thought it was amazing watching all this carnage. And then as years go in, it's just like, right, we've got this massive gathering around our bonfire, and anyone we don't know coming near it, we're like, oi, piss off, because yeah. they're probably going to yeah, jump and murder everyone. But I think a reason for that happening in Reading is because there's nothing to do. Like, you've got the silent disco, and you've got food vans, whereas, like, other festivals, even Boomtown and whatnot, there's stuff 24-7. Mm. So people only really go back to their tents to well, stop well, up yeah, and sleep. They, yeah, the other option is go to sleep. Like, yeah. you, you could do that. But you can't, because you're paranoid that someone would fall on your tent and throw yeah, up kill you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember coming back to my tent one night in... Was it Download? Maybe? I can't remember which one it was. I come back and someone just cut the side of the tent out. Luckily it was the last night, yeah. so I just went home anyway. But it was like, And it, it did save me t- t- packing the tent down, to be fair. Yeah, but yeah, did, like, did. What a cunt! Yeah. What's the point? Yeah, there, there are some cunts in the world. Yeah, yeah, we're both, a lot of them. We're both um, fans of Batman. I love that line. Some people just like to see the world yeah. burn, and it's true. <laughs> it's, um, how, how is download? Because I still really want to. Go. I really enjoyed it. Um, I've been quite a few years there. I, I, I wrestled. <coughs> I wrestled there a couple of years ago. 
That was good fun. Yeah, I saw some of the pictures. So, and and the lineup is always brilliant. Yeah, the lineup's always good. Like especially if you like that sort of you know alternative sort of yeah. rock metal music. Although there was a lot of purists. Although it's not metal anymore. Shit. Well, music changes, yeah, exactly. I've always had a good time when I've been down. It's just the, the rain. And where they have oh, yeah. like the main stage is like the bottom of a big hill. Yeah. A couple of years ago it was real bad. It was just rivers of mud just going. <laughs> I saw the videos of it. Because like, they, they tend to have Ramstein there every other year. and that's No, Ramstein's course. only been there a couple of times. No? Okay. Yeah, they were there... Uh, this year, I think it was. Um, I, was so, I was in America wrestling. Yeah. So I didn't get a chance to go. But, uh, what would you, was that the thing in Florida? No, no, that was uh, Tournament of Death. Yeah. In uh, uh, it's just outside in Delaware, near Philadelphia. Delaware. Yeah, Delaware. Yeah. Delaware. <laughs> Hello, Delaware. <laughs> so one, one thing I did find out, you know, because I mean, each time I do one of these in, uh, podcasts, yeah. I like to do a phone call beforehand, and um, yeah, it turns out you were taught by previous guest um, Professor Will Brooker. Yeah, when I was uh, I went to Kingston um, University to do film studies. And uh, yeah, Will Brooker was, yeah. was one of my lecturers. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's wicked. Yeah, Batman it. scholar. What a yeah. cool fucking job. Batman. <laughs> like that, I'm, I'm, I love Batman, and it's my 33rd birthday coming up, and I'm oh, tempted cool. to get an actual bat symbol here. Yeah. And that's like the inside of like my right, no, left arm, for all the listeners here, you know. Maybe we'll get a webcam. <laughs> I don't know, because I've seen a million and five like, Batman symbols, but I kind of want to do my own twist and design on one, and when I've been oh, scribbling things down, it's just it hasn't stuck yet yeah. with it. But um, yeah, so we we briefly discussed as well, like before we started recording this, you know, um, what DC are doing with the films, and you know, you've got the Joker origins, and how do you feel about that? Um, well, if you've read, uh... fuck, Why is the it... Killing Joke. That's the one. Why yeah. the fuck? I can... Yeah, uh, that sort of. Gives an origin story, and that's the only part of that book I didn't like. Yeah. Um, it's a good story. It's, 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 I don't know, it's like, it's like what they did with fucking Halloween and giving Michael Myers a backstory, and it's yeah. like, you know, what's, you don't want to know that. Right. You want them to be sort of devoid of humanity, because if they are, that gives the character a much more sort of sinister, sort of, you don't know what the fuck they're going to do kind of thing. So when you know about them, when you humanise them, and when, you know, you know about them, it's like, well, whatever. I, I can empathise with you now. Yeah. So like there was Darth Vader, you know, giving Darth Vader the three unnecessary <laughs> backstory movies. Yeah. Like, yeah, where we get it, you don't like sand, it's coarse. <laughs> but like, as soon as you got that backstory about Darth Vader, it was like, well, you're not as... Yeah. I mean, the movies weren't great anyway, but... Yeah. I like, um, have you seen, oh, what's it called, Chasing Amy? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah the, the beginning... I did my dissertation at um, university, it was uh, How Independent is Independent American Cinema. Oh. I did it on Tarantino and, uh, and Kevin Smith and Richard Linklater. Yeah. Did you see Everybody Wants Some? No, I've not seen that yet, no. Uh, th- okay, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, please yeah, it, yeah. it is the spiritual successor of Days of Confused. Okay. I absolutely loved it. Spoke to a few other people who saw it and they thought it was crap. I'm like, really? How? Were we watching the same film? It here? takes a lot for me to think a film is like really crap. Yeah. Assassin's Creed done a good job of that, though. Yeah. Um, that's so dog shit. Utter dog shit. It, like, every single time they're like, oh yeah, we're doing a film based on a computer game, and they're like, oh, this one's going to work because of blah, blah, blah. I can't blah, like blah. World of Warcraft. 
I didn't see that. Oh, right. I quite enjoyed that. It was alright. I've, I've, I've seen um, Duncan Jones' other two films, uh, Moon, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Moon's good, yeah, yeah. And Source Code, which I liked, but I only seen like... with Jake Gillen. Yeah. yeah, that's alright. But it only seemed like an hour long. Yeah, it was really short, wasn't it? And then I thought, hang about, but if they would have put filler in it, it would What's have been the worst yeah. film. With it. There, there yeah, I don't think that was too bad, yeah. With that. So, um, yeah, let, let's, let's move on to wrestling, because... Okay. Um, like I know of you, yeah, yeah. We've we been Facebook friends, and well, even years ago when we used to go to gigs, yeah, yeah, we used to talk about WWF because I used to watch it on Sky back yeah. then. You done lots of the amateur stuff, and then um, you, you know you, yeah, you, you became Jimmy Havoc, is, yeah. and pretty much blew up as one of the most popular ones in the UK scene. So if you want to talk talk about that, the beginnings, your origins. Uh, I, I just I used to love it as a kid. We used to watch it. Yeah, I remember me, Tom, and Paul watching. Uh, like pay-per-views in my front room yeah and I remember one day Tom he's a mutual friend of ours uh, we were like wrestling in my back garden and stuff and we're throwing each other around I got like a bacon tray and hit him in the head he <laughs> said oh hold on I'll be back in a minute so he went to the kitchen now for those of you who don't know so sometimes in wrestling we, uh, we, we bleed when we get hit in the head so it makes it a bit more dramatic and stuff so Tom had, was aware of this practice and uh, we normally do it with a small razor blade but Tom decided to uh, bless you Thank you. To, to blade himself by going into the kitchen, not finding a knife, but a fork. A fork. And I went to the kitchen and saw him stabbing himself repeatedly in the head with a fork. <laughs> and, and no blood coming out anyway. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Bless him. That is, yeah, stupid. We were quite drunk, to yeah. be fair at the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, maybe his forks at home were sharper. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Maybe he thought it was a carving fork or something. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we started, like, I started doing like, backyard wrestling stuff like most pro wrestlers these days do and then I found a training school just down the road in Sittingbourne and thought fuck it we'll give it a go yep. and now it's my job yeah so it's, uh, it's got alright so, so when you say job you know this, this pays for all the deals and it's mm. full time yeah, yeah. And, and of course you're enjoying it right I love it yeah, yeah. it hurts yeah well it, it does <laughs> like, like the, I, I remember like um, years ago when I used to watch it in primary school and people were like oh it's fake and I always used to say, no, most of the time it's predetermined. <laughs> I say most of the time because sometimes when I've heard about it, you know, um, wrestler A is supposed to win this one against wrestler B, but wrestler A hurts himself or herself quite a lot, so then wrestler B has to just step in and, and it's, win it's, the match. It, it is fake, you know, but... I don't, it's, I don't, it's I don't, I don't like that word. Well, it's, it doesn't matter. Like, okay, fine. EastEnders is fake. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a theatre show. Can we get Danny Dyer in on progress? <laughs> yeah, go on in. I quite like him. Yeah. I think he's quite funny. Um, what's the one on Netflix at the moment? Danny Dyer's Hardest Criminals or something. Like. Oh, oh, I heard of that. Is that like Ross Kemp on Gans? Danny Dyer's Ten Hardest Nans. Yeah. <laughs> Ross Kemp on Nans. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it, it's predetermined. It, it's it's a, it's a theatre show. It's it's performance art. Yeah, it's and anyone who wants to look into it more than that. And I, I think that the problem is is like anyone who wants to just who, who doesn't seem you know I think who's never watched it or has never like seen the point in it would just go it's fake and just dismiss it like that yeah. instead of actually giving it a go. Like yeah, I, I don't watch EastEnders because I find that boring, but I've given it a go. Yeah, you know I mean? uh, and that, that's the important thing. Like uh, I've, I've said this before on podcasts. So if I'm recommending a TV show to someone, I say, "What's the first three episodes? Put your phone down and mm. just watch them." Because then you've given it a proper go. If you don't like it, that's fine. You've given it a go. If you do like it, then you're in for a treat. Yeah. We'll there's there's loads of people who um. Do you watch Rick and Morty? Yeah, love yeah. it. Like 
loads of people would watch the first episode and go, oh no, it's a bit boring, I didn't see the point. And I said, well, no, don't watch it. The first one's a bit shit. Yeah, that, that watch after fine. that. Yeah. If, if you go back to that after you've watched it all, it becomes a bit funnier, I think. But yeah, watch the first three. And if you don't like after the first three, then fair enough. But don't just watch the first one. You, you've got to give it a proper go. Yeah. My girlfriend doesn't like it because we're Rick Burps and he's got the dribble. So <laughs> he thinks that's puke. And I'm like, no, he's an old drunk man, he dribbles. Dribbles, yeah. <laughs> Like it's um, also when I've been to two progress shows. Oh, yeah. I'd love to go some more, but the tickets just they sell out so quick. Yeah. With that, and like even um, I think they've got the Ali Pally and the Wembley one coming up as well. They sold out. Like uh, Wembley's not sold out now. No. Oh, no. okay. No. All right. I'm going. I don't think Ali Pally sold out yet. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Brilliant. That's good news for me because yeah. when I had a look, I couldn't get tickets. So awesome. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sure. I'm sure Wembley isn't sold out yet. I'm no, I'm guaranteed guarantee Wembley's not sold out. We're not. We're not going to have sold twelve thousand tickets for a show that's. A year away. Okay, right. I've got that jotted down on Guess. my notepad there. After this, I'm going to check that out. Because um, somebody... Um, do, do you know Toby? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Toby comes all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had a spare ticket, so I came up you know, on a whim. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to go through because I heard about Progress. You were there the first night we met Toby at his comedy show. Um, I think I've been to various ones. I think a few of us had gone to watch Funeral for a Friend that night. Yeah. And um. I think we 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 thought we'd try and get tickets on the door because they were a relatively new band. Yeah. Um, but I think it sold out or something, so we thought, fuck it. So we went around Soho and we tried to find a comedy show. So there was a free comedy show upstairs in the pub, and Toby was there. And all I remember was he told this joke about him losing a virginity to his dead man, and it was <laughs> pissed myself laughing. It was wicked, and we just yeah. I think me, Paul, Haley, Boyd was yeah. there as well. And we all just met him, became friends. And we met, randomly bumped into him, I think, the year later at a Reading Festival. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I first met him at Reading in yeah. 2006. Yeah, I think, yeah, we randomly bumped into him at Reading. And then, we, yeah, we just all sort of stayed touching him, which is really weird. I like it, yeah. So I saw him again at the weekend. He tried to lick my face again. It's good. good. Yeah, good yeah the, the, the time before that, he'd done that, and I was pushing him away, and I accidentally, um, well, pushed him away, hand on the chest, and then my hand just slid up, and I ended up <laughs> throttling him a bit. Did he really enjoy it? Oh, no, he looked, um, he actually looked a bit, Maybe because he enjoyed it a little bit too much. Yeah, he maybe. did. I think he just in his pants yeah. a bit. Yeah, he, he learned a lot about himself that day. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, yeah, the first time I saw Progress, um, it was Electric Ballroom, and I was up on the balcony overlooking the, oh, yeah. the, the, the ring. Fucking loved it. Yeah, it's cool. I, I loved the characters, I loved the banter. I think it was, um, it, I can't remember, the, I'm terrible with names, but somebody done like a freestyle against. Um, the, the free group, um, you've got like the goffy girl, um, the guy who looks like Bruno Mars, and some other guy. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, the South Pacific power trio. That's, um, and it would have been a uh, body guy, Roy Johnson, doing the, the rapping. Yep. Yeah, could have been. Yeah, Names are not my style yeah, right. at all, but love that. And then we managed to get tickets for my birthday last year. Oh, cool. Um, on the Saturday, my plan was to pub. Oh, um, you made, oh, you invited me to this, didn't you, Bob? Yeah. I was working, yeah, I couldn't make it. Uh, um, pub, barbecue place, and then Chaser Status. Um, oh, that's what, yeah. yeah Chase, have you seen Chaser Status? Yeah, I've seen them a couple times, yeah. They're, they're brilliant, like, yeah, they really just good, yeah. smack it. But um, I only drank, in all honesty, because I knew if I drank loads, then I'd be up all night, and then I had an early start to get in the queue and try and get a good spot. Felt absolutely like shit. I don't know what happened. It was like dodgy pints or yeah. something like that. Dodgy pints, yeah, that's probably what it was, mate. Yeah, yeah I, th I, think, I think what it is is age. Yeah. I can't drink like I used to. No, I, I can't. I need either. at least a couple of days off afterwards to, to just but you, you die. Get, you get a bit excited sometimes. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, down and down. So I was like, I, I almost felt, I felt like 
texting, calling all my mates in the morning saying, listen, I can't make it out the door, I've been up since free puking, blah, blah, blah. I'm really sorry to go to the gig. I'm like, no, I'm going to go off and see what happens. So I remember standing in the queue in the rain for about three hours. Oh, God. Yeah, and then I'm just like, oh. That'll go either way. Either it'll help or it'll kill you. It, it, it killed me. It, oh, did, it wasn't great, but um, I did have an eggnog latte. No, oh, nice. Good choice. But we got in, and then the balcony spots, they were completely gone. But then we found a nice little place yeah. down there. And one thing I like about Progress, I've only been twice, but the atmosphere and the crowd. Yeah, the atmosphere is wicked. But everybody there, you know, like I've heard other people say it's generally like the punk lot go there, and so they're friendly. I can have conversations with random strangers there about this and that. Yeah. Lots of people who are diehard fans are more than happy to educate other people. Mm. Like, oh, this wrestler does this, or this wrestler. Wait till he pulls a condom out of his pocket, yeah. this and that. And it was amazing, and I can't remember who because of crap with names, but I think somebody got thrown from the ring into some chairs and actually got knocked out that day. I don't know. It, That's it, probably Sexsmith, the, the condom yeah. guy, I think. Yeah, that, I think that was him, yeah. But I, I absolutely loved it, and you can tell, like, I like how these shows do sell out, and also because of this and the uh, Tuesday Night Drill podcast yeah. and all of that, it does seem like that. I'm not going to say revival because it never went away, but sort of like a re-emergence. The, the last few years, the last sort of three or four years, it's really been increasing, like sort of British wrestling's exposure. Yeah, um, I think a lot of that is to do with a few of us performers, like me, Osprey. Marty Skull, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, managed to get around the world a bit yeah. and sort of educating foreign fans. But a lot of it is the internet. You know, the fact that there's all these... YouTube is such a good advertising platform. You, know, you put free matches up on that and anyone in the world can see it and that gets more eyes on your product. And now yeah. we've got like... Each, most companies have got like an online streaming service which is you know a couple of quid a month to watch all of the shows kind of thing. And that, anyone in the world can watch it. Yeah. So, you know, there's no contracts. You just pay for... Even if you want to pay for a month and cancel it, you know, you've still got the chance to watch all the shows. And all of that is educating fans of the world of how good the British product is, which is something that we never had, you know, 10 years ago. When yeah. The reason we'd sell out shows is because we had to find an American to put their face in the poster, and that, that's all people sort of wanted to come and see. Yeah. But now, you know, everyone around the world is realising that British guys are actually a, a draw in their own right. See, that makes sense. I'm like, you know, I, I know there's lots of people out there who want to clamp down on the internet. Tories! <coughs> yeah. But I do love how technology has opened up the world to mm. various things. Like, we were talking about music and Spotify. Hell yeah, with YouTube and wrestling. Because mm. I, I can't... Terrible with names. There was a British guy who signed to WWF about six months ago. I did see... Noam Dar? Scottish I, guy. I saw him in November. Um, it'll come to me. He, he did proper play a British stereotypical... Oh, Jack Gallagher. That's him. Yeah. Yeah, with that, and he's good. And like, you know, would you like to sign up to WWF? Uh, or WWE. Sorry, I'm old school. <laughs> um, I won't say no, but I'm not unhappy with what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. Like, I'm making the right money. I'm enjoying my life. I don't have to, you know, be at the performance center and learn a bump five days a week when you know I've been doing it thirty years. I'm okay at that. Yeah. You know, it, it feels like from what I've heard from a lot of people, you're sort of going back to school and having to relearn everything. Yeah. And I've only got a couple more years left in me anyway, so I don't see the point in yeah. doing that, especially if I'm making white money and enjoying my life. Yeah, that's it. And you, you've got the fan base as well. Mm. And what, another thing I liked about Progress is during the matches, before and after, people can go and meet and greet all of the wrestlers, <laughs> get a photo taken. And, you, you know, that's like there's this one girl who I went to um, the first show with. She absolutely loved it and was getting loads of things autographed oh, by cool. son as well, because, yeah, he watches it at home on the... Mm. 
on the, I can't remember how much it is to um, for the the progress. I think it's about five a month or something. Yeah. I think. And I think that's great. Yeah, with the Netflix and Amazon as well, because we've got the choice. We're not tied in for a year, and it's a lot cheaper than Sky. Mm. I'm, I'm like, there's a few colleagues at work, and they ask me, "Oh, how much is your um, TV and phone bill?" Well, I just get broadband via a supplier, yeah. and it's thirty a quid a month, and then I pay extra for Netflix and Amazon, so it rounds up to this amount. Like forty like, quid or something. It's not much. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, "Wow, we're paying a hundred and forty quid." And then I ask, "What are you getting?" And what are you actually watching on it? And they're like, oh, I don't get time to watch TV. And when well, I do, it's over a bit. Yeah, then, yeah. Like, just don't do it. Just cancel it as well. T- speak to the retentions department. They'll probably give you a better deal on that. Any decent TV channels have got their own like <coughs> online players anyway. Yeah. Uh, Netflix and Amazon, if you have both of them, you can... Or just buy DVDs, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, I heard this you know, on, on the one quote in the Huey podcast I listened to, but one of his guests did say, you know, people are generally good at heart, and if you give people an option to pay for something, then they will. Because mm. I used to download Game of Thrones, prime example. I used to download Game of Thrones every yeah. week. And then um, I got Now TV for my PlayStation. Oh, yeah, cool. So whenever Game of Thrones is on, I just sign up to that for two months for it. <laughs> and I also got the likes of um, Legion. Have oh yeah, yeah, Legion, yet? yeah. Uh, have you, have you watched I've that? watched a couple of episodes of it, yeah. No, that's a show that I almost turned off after three episodes oh, right. because it's just really confusing. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. I stuck with it, and you know how it is really confusing. Yeah, makes perfect okay, good. sense. I'll stick by with that, the then, end yeah. of that, and it's amazing. It's. I thought I started watching Gotham. Yeah. I didn't really get into it. I because a few people said it, it gets real good, but yeah. I need to give that another go. Yeah, series two is an improvement. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen series three yet or four. Okay. But the problem Gotham and Agents of Shield has, instead of like Daredevil, is it's got to be twenty odd episodes. Yeah. So there's lots of filler, and lots of things being dragged. I love Daredevil. Daredevil was so good. Did you see Defenders? I haven't seen it yet. No. Okay. All right. I finished that the other day, but um, yeah, Daredevil was still my favourite. Out. Yeah, Daredevil was wicked. Yeah. I really enjoyed Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. I Fist was a bit bank really. Yeah. yeah. With, um, the character Iron Fist is a lot better in Defenders. Okay. He's growing up a little oh, bit. Oh, good. Okay. Which is what you need. But um, so, so we talked about you know your background influence of, of wrestling. Um, well, I want to talk just briefly about um, the injury you had last year. So, so what happened there? Um, I was in Australia for a three-week tour, and on my third show, uh, I was jumping off the apron, and as I landed, uh, my knee just buckled, and I dislocated it. Yeah. And tore my ACL, MCL, and meniscus all sort of went. Ow. Yeah, so I had to have surgery on that to replace my ACL uh, with a new ligament for my hamstring. Yeah, they cut out. Um, yeah, I was out for about nine months. That was that was that was shit. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't fun. So I've um, I've dislocated and relocated my knee in Glastonbury once. Yeah, it's probably not the same as that, but that's yeah, it was. Do you know, it didn't really hurt too much at the time. Yeah. So I sort of popped it back in and tried to stand up and carry on the match. And it popped out again. I was like, no, no I'm mad. Yeah, I'm good. I'm going to sit this one out now, I think. Yeah. So, we'll, yeah, so I, I had surgery um, after about a month or so of being home, I think. Uh, and it took me about, I think it was out for about nine months in total by the time I finally come back. When, when you came back, was that the show in November I was at? In the it was, uh, room or? no, my first one back, I returned at Brixton yeah. for progress at the end of September. Where did they put the ring in Brixton? Uh, they put a whole new flat floor in. Yep. Uh, so it's the same height as the stage, a flat floor there, so you put the ring there, yeah. and then or, like they put a sort of seating in on the rest of the, so because the way the venue is, like it looks sort of tiered, so it sort of goes up at the back. Yeah. So they just have that all, all flattened yeah, off? Yeah, all flattened off, yeah. Good. 
Because I was wondering, what would they do? Would they extend the stage out and then just have yeah, basically the stage sort of extends out, and we put the ring on what yeah, just sort of slightly off what would be the stage normally. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we have chairs all, all around. But going back to the injury, and as you mentioned, you know, you've got a few years left in. Um, what, what have you thought about doing doing next? Because yeah, what other people do, they either go down the commentating route uh -huh. or the um, teaching training. Uh, well, I did start the progress school. Uh, with them about three or four years ago now, I think. Yeah. Um, no, that was fun. It was, it was good, but uh, someone else support that now. Um, but I, I'm actually a qualified teacher. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I did my film studies degree, then I did a year of teacher training. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to teach in actual teaching. Like, if I'm not wrestling, I don't know. I'd like to be involved somehow still, but yeah. I don't well, know. I, I I done film studies with the view of actually working in the industry. Yeah. I've got a completely different nine-to-five job, so I still do stuff like this, yeah. <laughs> which I love. Um, I think I think you'd be a good teacher because you know. If uh, you, don't don't ask shit, my students. Yeah. No, if, <laughs> if anyone wants to give you shit, you just be like, "Oi!" and then like you know, just slam them through the table. That's what I've, I like to I've heard. I've heard that's illegal these days. Really? Yeah. Apparently, you're not allowed to do that. Okay. How about if you like go to Malaysia or something? Like yeah, that'd be right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the laws are slightly different over there. A bit more lax. Because <laughs> um, with, with me, yeah, I don't want to turn this into a self story, but I had a slip disc last December. Yeah, how did you do that? We don't know. Oh wow. Um, what I think it was because I had this. There was this cough going around, and I think you know when you it, coughed it, your disc out of place. Yeah, maybe. Like, maybe <laughs> I was at a different angle. Because <laughs> I had a week off for my birthday, so it was like progress chasing status, and then I just had a week sitting yeah. around watching films, playing Skyrim, and whatnot. We went to a wedding, but. I didn't get really drunk because I was driving the next day. Didn't do any aggressive dancing or fall over or get in a fight or nothing like that. And it just hurt on the Sunday driving back and then on the Monday, ow. So that was my oh, first wow. yeah, that was my first trip in an ambulance. Also first time on morphine and tramadol. It's fun, isn't it? It did <laughs> work. The, the coding. Yeah. yeah, I can't because I had a week off work and I can't remember fuck all. No. But I managed to clock about 60 hours in on Skyrim that week. So That's I'm good. Like, yeah, that'll do it there. But part of that, yeah, you know, after, like, I, I do pretty much Pilates every day, and that works. Oh, wow. So, like, well, what sort of, like, you know, fitness regime do you do, or, like, you know, exercises do you do to strengthen your knee? Uh, well, at the time, like, I had, like, nine months worth of physio. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of it was just getting the ability back and then the sort of functional strength back. Um, but since... Since I finished uh, physio, I've been wrestling like three or four times a week. Yeah. So that's mainly like my cardio is just, you know, if you're wrestling 30 minute matches four times a week. Yeah. I'll say that I can't do 30 minute matches. My cardio isn't that good. Oh. What I have found out recently is that if I'm not hung over when I wrestle, yeah. my cardio is a lot better than I thought it was. Yeah. Because for somebody who's been hung over, it does actually affect your cardio, which I, I never, never oh, thought. I never yeah, knew it's that. weird no. that was. Yeah. So I can, I can do matches now without. <coughs> don't slip your disc again. No. Without. Uh, yeah, without blowing out my arse. Yeah. Yeah, I did hear Rob chat to somebody else about they had a um, split disc, and the doctor actually recommend them to drink a pint or two throughout the day. So not when they're driving or whatnot, but it's just because um, you've got the alcohol in, and it relaxes your muscles <laughs> a little bit. Alright, well that sounds like a good doctor, I quite like that. Yeah, can, can I swap to him, please? It's probably the one as well, it's like, oh, you're pregnant here, two cans of Guinness each day, that would be good for you. So with with your, your well your character Jimmy Havoc yeah. like the the look and the name how how did that evolve what were you influenced is that um, well, obviously the Havoc name from AFI yeah because I love AFI too much a little bit I think 
Well, what's her new album like? I really like it, um, but you know, I'm, it, I'm, I'm biased. I'm, I'm very biased. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. It was. Um, I thought it was better than the previous one, Burials. Uh, but yeah, Blood Arms really good. So I'd highly recommend that. Yeah, but I'd recommend anything they've done. So. Yeah. Um, I still like Miss Murder. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, that's well poppy." I'm like, "No, it's a good song." That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I, I like everything they've done. So, yeah, that's my biasness. But um, yeah, like uh, just you remember how I used to dress when yeah. I was a you know fucking massive coats, big uh, jeans, you know, all black. Just so I thought, I tell you what, I remember how much I got bullied when I was a kid. So if I'm going to be a bad guy, let's just dress like how everyone would want to bully me, sort of then. Yeah. So get him to do it now. Uh, and yeah, it works. This, you know, this stupid haircut wasn't for fun. I remember getting home one day after having it done, and my mum going, "Well, you look like a twat." So, yeah. Thanks, mum. Any any time there, yeah. yeah. You know, that's a good positive encouragement. <laughs> but um, plus, it's given me a brand as well. Yeah. So you know, it, it, what, what is it they say that any good character should be able to be uh, identified from their silhouette? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, so no. yeah. Yeah, you, you know who, like, Zach, Marty, Osprey, myself, if you had our silhouettes, you'd know exactly who Darth Vader, Ronald McDonald. Yeah, Ronald, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm going for, the Darth Vader, the Ronald McDonald look. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see him in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, um, going back to Batman, you know, something along the lines of, you know, a man can die, but if you're a symbol, you live on yeah, eternal. Yeah. And well, Batman was another influence in the way I dress as well, like the sort of big coats and the... Beating people up for no reason whatsoever. So it's Silent Barbin influenced yeah. Big Coat <laughs> with that. It was a line Jay said. It's like, hey man, you're all man. I'm like, yeah, because I actually felt quite big and protected <laughs> when I had my big jacket years ago. Love that. I, I have seen as well, you, you know, like someone's done like um, a, you, it's a comic book design on a t shirt. I quite mm-hmm. like that as well. Has, has anyone actually done a Jimmy Havoc, ha- Havoc? Jimmy Havoc comic? Uh, no, no, yeah. I'm in talks about that at the moment, actually. Yeah. Yeah, the, the guy, the guy who's designed my comic book T-shirt. We've done like four different designs of that, and he had suggested because he always wanted to do a comic book. So I was like, yeah, well, let's have a chat. Let's awesome. let's get a story together and and, uh, and write something up. Yeah. So that'd be quite cool. Do, do you read any comics or graphic novels? Uh, I'm more of a graphic novel guy than than a weekly yeah comic. I, I, I'm always useless. At, I know I can get them ordered in, but I'm just I'm useless at picking stuff up and reading it. But yeah. I've got most of the Batman graphic novels. Like, he's my favourite. Yeah, I, I did go through a big um, phase where I go to pla- um, Forbidden Planet yeah. and then come out with 100 quid's worth yeah. of graphic novels. And um, one I recommend, have you heard of The Boys? No. It's from the guy who um, wrote Preacher and oh, yeah. Transmetropolitan. Haven't read Preacher yet, I'm going to wait until the TV show yeah. ends. But Transmet was brilliant. Um, beginning of The Boys, you've got like this big Butch guy called Butch sitting on a bench <laughs> in New York. It's not an ironic name then. No. Um, some um, superheroes fly over and he goes, Oh, have you, you cunts? No. He actually sounds like Michael Caine, but when I read it... Okay, right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I'll have you. you <laughs> yeah. um, then he goes to um, up in Scotland, there's a fairground, and you've got Simon Pegg's likeness, this guy called right. Huey, and his girlfriend. He's talking about conspiracy theories, and she goes, Oh, Huey, I love you. You're always talking about that. So, oh, hang about. What did you say about the conspiracy theories? No, before that. Oh, I love you. I have done since our second day, blah, blah. And so they hug and they grab arms and spin around. And you know how you've got like the corner block text yeah. of like the narrator saying, Hugh will remember this for the rest of his life. A superhero's punched a supervillain so hard that it's whizzed past him. He's holding her arm stumps in his hand. <laughs> the wall. And yeah, and then he. Like, you, you sold me. Yeah, sold me with, with that. And, and Butch, he leads up the boys who are basically kind of like CIA funded 
kind of superhero police, like right. governors for it. But I, I definitely recommend this because um, the ending, the ending arc of it is fantastic. Okay, yeah, I'll give that a go, yeah. yeah. Have you read Saga? No, I want to. Yeah, Saga's um, really good. The, um, the guy, uh, I, th- I think it's the guy who wrote that, done Why the Last Man? All right. Um, where, like, for some reason, every male on the planet just drops down yeah. there except for one man and his pet monkey. Uh, oh, it's not a pet monkey. And that, that is really good. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't want to, like, go, oh, it's a feminist comic, but to be fair, it's a world that's run by women. That sounds good. Now, yeah, I'll give that a go. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. So, um, also, yeah, yeah, we've talked a lot about, like, well, bands and AFI and festivals. Um, who are you listening to now? Uh, AFI. AFI? Yeah, yeah. Every day. Yeah. When are you going to see them again next? Uh, whenever they play come over again. Uh, they haven't been over in years. I think 2009 was the last time they came over. Yeah. And then they came over this year but supporting Deftones. They've not done a headline slot in ages. Deftones, uh, I still want to see. Yeah, they're wicked. They're really good live, yeah. Um, yeah, as soon as they come over, I'll go. I almost flew myself over to America this yeah. year to see them. Uh, but I just didn't have time. Like, they were always doing shows when I was working, unfortunately. I've, I've got an idea. Um, AFI, they do a wrestling theme music video. That that would be good, yeah. Get get, get in touch with somebody <laughs> if if anyone's listening, make it happen. Um, there's a band called Creeper. Creeper, I've, I've heard of them. Highly recommend, yeah. Uh, and they're my mates now as well, which is fucking cool. Nice. Um, uh, we're speaking. They're gonna write a theme song for me now. Yeah. I think that'd be fucking cool. Nice. Uh, Taylor Swift, I, I heart her massively. And uh, Frank Turner, still one of my favourites as well. I bought tickets to um, the Lost Evening Singer. Yeah. Yeah, have you I think I'm going to go to the Love Iron song night. Have you got a ticket to that? No, not yet. They sold out. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> me, me, and my, me and my girlfriend, we've got tickets to that one. Yeah. Because we went last year on the greatest hits. Oh yeah. And it was brilliant. Yeah. And I, was, I was working the whole weekend last year, I was gutted. I really yeah. wanted to go yeah, I'm definitely going to... I think it's the... That's the Friday, isn't it? It's a Saturday. Yeah, well, which, yeah, I've, I've got the, the first two nights I'm not working, so I've, I've kept them off. Brilliant, yeah. The, to to... the Friday night's the greatest hits, the Saturday night's love song, and... Uh, yeah, I was going to get the first two nights, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Awesome, all right, so we're definitely meeting yeah. up for that one. Um, I did see, also, went to a festival called Beautiful Days. The oh, I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, Levelers put it on, absolutely loved oh, it. Oh, that's Levelers. Yeah, they, um, Levelers play twice there. They On the Friday, they opened it in the acoustic stage, yeah. the other stage. And then, of course, it's their festival, so they headlined on the Sunday, but Frank Turner um, headlined on the Saturday. That's cool. And I'm like, hang on, this is the third or fourth time I've seen Frank Turner this year, because he, he's one of those... He just goes around, he's always working, yeah. he constantly, yeah. And like, the amount of times I saw him in pubs around London or in Gravesend, I remember one time, um, I think it was you know, bad things happening free, so I can't remember what exactly the other bad things yeah. were, but I lost my job that day, and then some other bad shit happened, and then somebody posted, uh, like, gave me a shout after I posted on Facebook, come to Gravesend, Frank Turner's playing in a pub. Oh, that one in the yes. pub, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was brilliant, that's nice too. Was that the third bad thing, was it? <laughs> yeah, there we go, that was the other two. Um, but I did actually spend one birthday in Amsterdam. I'm oh, not going to go into details. Everyone you probably don't remember it. details. No, I, I, do, <laughs> I do remember being very drunk from the Heineken Brewery tour. Yeah, it was good, me and my missus went on that, yeah. If you, um, how, how it was, because let's be honest, it's my birthday, I was out of my face, so one of my friends went to buy tickets for all of us lot. Yeah. And then I just said, George, George, come over here. So I went over, have you got your passport ID? Yeah, show him it. 
because I showed him it. And then the because um, when you go there, they give you like this green rubber wristband yeah, yeah. with a plastic token. Family beers end, you can have. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, at, at the end, they you can get they exchange the token for a beer. And the um, person like at the ticket stand was like, "Oh, happy birthday!" Gave us a handful of these. Oh, sweet. So we got quite nicely tanked. Oh, wicked. From that, and then saw Frank Turner, and I got up on stage for a dance song and played Hard <laughs> <the> Cup. <laughs> That's cool. That's, That's a good it. birthday, that. Oh, it was brilliant. <laughs> you know, don't know what I'm going to do next month for this one. I'm thinking probably pub. Yeah. I, I like just having a gathering of people I haven't seen that often, have yeah. a drink or two. But um, you know, so, you know, in, in your line of working, you, you said you've like you know met with those in Creeper as well. I, I guess well, yeah, you, you are a celebrity. Well, minor Z-list celebrity, but, but a celebrity nonetheless. You've got people who follow you. Oh, you're going to have people who've got tattoos of you. Have, have you seen that yet? I don't know if there are. I've, 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 there's people who have messaged me asking if they can get tattoos of me. Yeah. Which, you know, if you if you want to have my face on your arm, I guess why not. How about if I get get your face on another appendage? If you want my face on your penis, you're more than welcome to, to get that done. Okay, and how about if I get a tattoo? <laughs> hey! Hey! There we go. So with, with, with that, you know, the, like you've, you've obviously met a few other famous people, celebrities and whatnot. Do, do, you, do you find that they're just normal people? or If, if you treat them like normal people, they treat you like normal people. But yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what I found as well. Like I'm not going because I've done a stint working as an extra. Oh, cool. Um, here we go. Here's a good story. Working on Captain America. Oh, wicked. The first one. One of the scenes. You know where they go to the World's Fair before yeah. um, they go. I was working there, and you know, the, the assi- assistant directors are generally pit bulls. They're just fiery and yeah. barking and whatnot. And one of the things is, do not talk to the talent. Don't talk to the director. Don't talk to the stars. This and that. I was chatting to another extra throughout the day because he'd worked on cruise ships so yeah. uh, and just telling the stories and this and that. And then we got positioned to where um, Chris Evans was and we're just talking because there's a lot of waiting around, you know, waiting for action and things to get set up. So we're talking and then Chris Evans, he's staring at us in, in a nice way mm. and then he just starts getting involved in the conversation. Cool. So we just start talking this and that. We do the take. Take over, Chris Evans goes this away, a couple of ADs grab us, literally grab us by the arm. Come over, it's like, we told you, blah, blah, what's your names? And they wanted to get our names, because then um, they put it forward and we wouldn't get paid for the day. Really? So we didn't, we were like, no, we're not giving you names. It'd be like, well, he talked to us. And then just a little wave over and like Chris just waved back at us. And then the ADs were a bit disgruntled, like, oh, okay, go back, go and stand there. Dickheads. With it. I've, I've never wanted to be one of those people who be like, oh, I absolutely love you, la, la, la. When you I would say that if ever met Davey Havoc. I don't think I'd be able to stop myself. Yeah. I don't know what I'd do. Um, take some Valium before. <laughs> that. I, th- I think that it is. <laughs> have a couple of emergencies. So <laughs> be like, just say hello and just pass out. <laughs> yeah, be like, all right, how was it? Oh, it was the best. Yeah. But it's, um, years, years and years ago, like, yeah, you, you know what it's like when you're a teenager, you kind of idolise musicians. Yeah. And you do have those little fantasies, oh, what if you meet this person, what if you say this, and then you're like, oh yeah, this song got me through really good hard times, and blah, mm. blah, 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 and you don't want that. that. That's kind of why I like asking that question. The best icebreaker question I've ever had, and that's either like in social situations, where when I'm working at events or this and that, what's, what's a good film you've seen recently? Because everybody mm. likes films. And, yeah, you know, it's not like the be-all and end-all. Like, um, have you seen Blade Runner yet? No, yet. No, I need to go and see that next week. See it. See it on the biggest screen you can and the loudest. 
um, personally, I loved it. Yeah. Few people I've spoken to hated it, but I haven't gone around and said, "Oh, you're a dickhead." I've gone, "Oh, why did you think that?" Yeah. Just to get an. No, everyone's allowed their own opinions, aren't they? It's not. Yeah. We, we're not like the. I need to be your dickhead if you don't like FI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With that, just checking the time on this. How long? Um, we've got. Yeah, we've fifty-three got minutes. We've got a bit there because, um, yeah, as you know, I'm recording a podcast here, oh, and. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were having a chat. I thought we were. Well, oh. that's, that's what I like. I thought you were just having a really weird conversation with me. Yeah, about Asking me odd questions. About your face in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was explaining to a colleague the other day what a podcast is. Right. And I said, it's kind of like an interview, but it's less structured, less soundbiting, and more right. of a conversation. And the colleague didn't get that. And the, the first podcast I actually saw, it was a live recording. Um, Kevin Smith and I think Scott Moser yeah. doing this podcast live. And then they showed one of the Jay and Silent Bob cartoons, and I thought that was brilliant. And then I hear um, Scroobius Pip, he's got a podcast. Pip, Pip's podcast really good. Yeah. yeah, I love his one. And yeah, you go back to the um, what we were saying about the um, give free try. So I think I listened to the Russell Brand one, the Simon Pegg, and the Alan Moore one. Oh, cool, yeah. And yeah, just, just three random ones. I'm like, yeah, if I don't like this, then yeah. But of course, I've given it a go as well. And yeah, it's, it's safe to say I'm doing this because I've listened to that podcast. No, it's cool. And there's so many out there that I love. So, okay, can you recommend any? Well, yeah. Pips, Pips would be my first one. Yeah, hundred percent. That that guy's with her. He says that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've so I listened to the Frank Skinner one. Frank Skinner. Oh, yeah, that's, that's from, no, that's Mike Skinner. Frank Skinner. Yeah, Frank Skinner, the comedian. Yeah. Yeah. He um, he does a radio show on Absolute Radio every Saturday morning. I think it is. Yeah. Um, and they just record. The talking bits, which we then put that as a podcast every Sunday, I think. Yeah, uh, that's really funny. He's, he's really funny. I really like him. I, I discovered the Adam and Joe one. Oh yeah, yeah, they're brilliant. I love that. And then Adam Buxton's got his own podcast now. Cool. It, yeah, give, give that, that a go. go yeah. And uh, obviously, I recommend Choose Night Yeah. Which is Jim Smallman, who runs Progress Wrestling. Uh, it's his podcast. Oh. So it's, it's very wrestling heavy. It is. Uh, but if you like wrestling, then it's uh, even if you don't like wrestling, some of the interviews on there are really good. Some of the bands and the drunken guests. I, I haven't listened to that many of them, but it's like um, Joe Rogan. Oh yeah. All in all, I love them, but when he does the fight, there's like four ones, hours long though as well. Yeah. Some of them is just that's too much for it. And it, it does get diluted. Yeah. I've, I found you know with that also as well because they're blazing throughout it. Yeah? Mm. Joe's fine with it, but sometimes get a guest on there and they get a bit quiet as the podcast. Yeah, it's passed out. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend has just started a podcast as well. Yeah. Um, conversation is going to be very feminist. Well, uh, just trying to highlight all the sort of women in her industry and, and other industries that, that have sort of done really well for themselves. And yeah, because she, she was or is a suicide. She's a suicide girl. Yeah. 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 So I'm punching well above my weight. But uh, yeah, I've done very well for myself. Don't don't, don't say that, man. No, I do. I tell her every day. <laughs> no, that's good. You know, yeah. for, for their point of view. I, I did date a model once, and people are like, oh, you're never going to date anyone who's pretty. But I'm like, that's more of a subjective thing. Well, what's, what's, what's that like? I said, uh, never date anyone more prettier than you? No, it's something about, um, no matter how hot a girl is, there's some guy somewhere in the world tied with her shit. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what I'm And that's it. That sums it up perfectly, man, because, you know, we're... Like, I don't want to slander too much, but you know when we're out and about, it was brilliant and fun. But then just actually sitting at home, no. And that's oh, right, but Becca's awesome. Oh, I couldn't ask for a better girlfriend to be honest. Like I've been with my girlfriend for just over five years now, and it is just quite nice to just sit in and chill, and there's no bullshit, and we get along great. 
we started learning Spanish together nice. in bed. So we wake up sort of Sunday morning, it's a bit hungover. Yeah, we start learning Spanish. Oh, that's I don't know any Spanish. I tried um, the Duolingo app. Where, oh, yeah. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. It breaks it down into fun games, and it does look like, you know, um, sort of like um, five-year-old education with pictures. That's just my, that's my level, that is. Yeah, and, well, that, that's what you need, really. <laughs> you're like, you don't want advanced stuff, especially if you're trying to learn another language. <laughs> so when, when's um, her podcast coming out? Uh, she the first one came out uh, last week, and yeah. the episode is going to be bi-week, God. Bi-weekly, is that right? Every two weeks? Or does bi-weekly mean twice a week? Um, every two weeks, fortnightly. We're there we go, there we yeah. go, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so the next episode comes out on Wednesday yeah. of this week. I mean, I don't know when this goes up, so this could be... This, this one, in all honesty, because um, the um, platform that I've got mine up on, I pay X amount per month yeah. for the bandwidth, but I've run out of minutes. So it automatically renews... Um, a few days ago, so I'm waiting till the month clears, and then as a birthday present to myself, I'm just going to buy a year's worth of unlimited, oh, cool, yeah. re-upload the earlier episodes, and just see what happens after yeah, a year sounds good, yeah. of that. So that no, that that's good though. So yes, yeah, so it's on a Wednesday every other week. No, yeah, every, yeah, every other week. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So and and everyone you know out there, you can Google it. You can find it on all yeah, the yeah. Crowversation. Crowversation. Because her name's Rebecca Crow. Yeah. So because. Um, there, there is that whole thing, it's ongoing, about, you know, women in entertainment, gender stereotypes and whatnot as well. But, yeah, from when, when I've spoken to people and heard on podcasts, yes, it can be a lot harder for women to get anywhere in the world from that one. I mean, as, as our position is, you know, white males, we're incredibly privileged. Yeah. And we might not, you know, totally understand what it's like. But, you know, having spoken to her and, like, a lot of my friends as well, like, there, there is still these issues um, quite prevalent in society and... Unless people talk about, you know, it's all well and good. People go, oh, I can't believe you fucking talk about that shit again. Well, no, we're talking about it because it is a problem. Yeah. And it's not a problem for me, okay, but it's a problem for my friends and my girlfriend. And So why not talk yeah. about it? Like, we, we need to talk about yeah. it. We need to get it out there as well, just so people know about it yeah. before we start resolving it. Yeah, um, In fact, the next actual um, episode that's going to go up in a few weeks, um, iTunes, SoundCloud, check me out on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, girl went to um, the university with Joanne Randall's. Um, studied film, also under the great Will Brooker, oh. and she's um, been doing all of these different projects, and it's really interesting listen um, to, of course, I'll send you the link when it yeah, comes out, yeah. um, about how she's, how hard she's tried, you know, to get, trying to get somewhere, first of all, coming out of uni in a recession, and, um, oh, yeah, it's the worst, isn't it? And she's got two projects, um, one's a live action film, one's a documentary on Adrian Street. Oh, cool. And uh, I think you've heard about this project. Yeah, yeah, right? I have, yeah. I, I was quite jealous because you had a photo up um, of her interviewing Mick Foley. Like, I've met Mick. Mick's cool. Yeah, I've, I've heard nothing but good things about the yeah. guy. And, like, you, you know, he was one of my favourites. Like, Mankind. Mr. Yeah, he's Shop, the reason I, I wanted to become a wrestler, really. So, so um, time-wise... Yeah. Like, oh, only an hour. That's not bad going. Yeah, it is. Yeah, pretty much bang. We're not going to have the four-hour thing. So, yes. um... Yeah, as per all episodes, can you recommend me a film to watch, an album to listen to, a game to play, that I will do a mini-review the, for the next episode? Okay, well, album will go with Creeper's album, yeah. uh, Eternity in Your Arms. Yes. Now, that came out earlier this year, so I'd, I'd highly recommend that. Um, I'm replaying Red Dead Redemption at the moment, Yeah. because um, the new one comes out. March or yeah, April, next whenever. Year, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm so excited about that, because Red Dead's one of my favourite games ever. 
so if you've never played that, don't if you've got to play that. The, like, the ending just... I, I know the ending. Yeah, yeah the, cried my eyes out. Yeah, it was good. The, the ending was spoiled for me, yeah, because I, I didn't have a 360 or a PS3, oh, yeah. so I didn't, I, I didn't play Grand Theft Horse. If, if, if <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because it's pretty much, you know, but if, um, if they have got that... Actually, no, I don't. I don't think I will have time to play it because I don't have as much time as I like to play games. Mm. But um, I got Uncharted Four. Oh, cool! That's amazing so far. You've got South. Park. I've not got a PS4 yet. I so I've only got Xbox it. One. Um, I'm going to get the South Park game because yeah. the, the first game was just brilliant. The best. Yeah. With that, and have you seen the um, difficulty level on it? No. Um, you, you know, in like most games, you collect, uh, select your difficulty. And um, it changes the colour of your skin. So easy, you want to Oh, dear. That is totally mad, Oh, right? dear. Yeah, that is so good. I watched, um, I showed my girlfriend the Six Minutes to Air documentary yeah. the other day. And uh, she didn't know about them, got the Oscars <laughs> off their tits on acid. Yeah, on acid, yeah. such a good song. Because they expected to just get out of the car. They didn't think that they were <laughs> sitting in the car for like an hour or two in traffic for it. So oh, just good to know. Yeah. Um, okay, a movie to watch. Oh. I'm, I'm just going to review one of these. So I've got okay, uh, but, yeah, by all means. 500 Days of Summer. Ooh, yeah, that's that that's, one. Have you not so, watched so, it? Zoe Deschanel? Yeah, Zoe Deschanel and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's one of my favourite films ever. 500 days. I saw um, one of those things, you know, on Facebook, um, replace the name of a film with penis. 500 yeah, days of penis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 500 days of penis. I will check that one out. Yeah. Yeah, it's well worth watching if you've not watched it. I'll, I will check that out, though. I, I like to... Um, will Brooker, um, it, it, he, he recommended an album for me to listen. What was that? It's Arcade Fire. The oh, yeah, yeah, I was saying, yeah. Which, yeah, I've, I've already... I love that album as well, but I quite like this. Yeah, you know, so um, I have actually got a... Um, well, a, a last, the last one that came out, the full episode, was Mark Todd, and he's a composer for films oh, cool. and TV and whatnot, recommended me an album and a film. And I'm actually going to watch the film later on tonight. What film? Virus. Oh, good, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's not bad. With it, because it just takes, like, I would love to do this sort of thing, you yeah. know, like, every week if possible, but I've got a job, and general life, and I like going out. I mm. like, I've done lots of mini-sodes, but I haven't actually done many episodes over the If, if you want a film from the other end of the spectrum, yeah. uh, the worst film I think I've ever watched was House of the Dead. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not going to watch that. I know, oh, no, it's, it's so know. shit. It's incredible. Yeah. But it, it, it's like, I remember, there was a few, I think I might have gone with Hayley, actually, there's a few of us who went to watch it on opening night at the cinema, and the cinema was full, but it's only a small screen, there's about yeah. 60 people in there. I remember counting, by the end of the film, there was 12 of us left. <laughs> it was, that's how bad the film is. Yes, it's, I'd highly recommend that as well. Yeah. I, um, I, I watched The Room the other Oh, that's the best. I fucking love that. Have you seen uh, uh, James Franco and Seth Rogen? Yeah, Rogen the, the disaster the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> like, it's just a trailer. I did not hit that. I did not. Oh, You're tearing me apart. <laughs> Like Tommy Wiseau, he's 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 now one of my favourite idols because we. It's Have you seen him do it at the Prince Charles Cinema? No. Yeah, he does uh, regular talks there, and they they play at the Prince Charles Cinema, and he does a, like a, a Q and A on it as well. That's, that's well worth going to. to yeah, that's that, really yeah. worth going to. Yeah. Because yeah, he's one of those people. Like we don't know too much about his background, but he was like, yeah, I want to come to Hollywood. I want to write, produce, direct this film and star in it. I'm just going to be like, fuck it, let's do it. 
and it's such an awful film, but I'm glad it's got this cult following because it's so entertaining to watch. He, he tried to play it off a bit as like, oh yeah, I meant it to be this yeah. bad. It was, yeah. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. wanted to be brilliant. <laughs> right, so I'm, I'm just going to end it. Like J- Jimmy, thank you very much. Well, thank you very much for having me. Cheers. Um, you, you have to, you have to re- wrestle. This I'm off to wrestle Sabu this afternoon. Sabu. So this may be the last you ever hear of me. Yeah, so. I think I heard a cat in there. Yeah, my cat's around somewhere. yeah. Yeah, no, we you know we we will hear more about you, and everyone can fit, keep up with you via Twitter. Twitter, yeah, Jimmy Havoc, Instagram at Jimmy underscore Havoc. Yeah, Facebook Jimmy Havoc is pretty much the same everywhere, really. Perfect, so, Rick. Cool. And everyone here, you know, you can check me out on Twitter. Just look for Film Music Game. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. So I'm, I'm still looking into getting into Acast and other ones. We'll get there one day. But if um, Jimmy, thanks again very much for being a guest, and to all the listeners, thank you very much. Have Cheers, a good guys. One. Thank you. Thank you. What did everyone think of that? Using the magic of me listening into you just as, well, Google and Amazon and the CIA do via phone microphones and blah, 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 I can get answers. So what did you think of that? Shut up. Who the fuck said that? Fuck you. No, it was an absolute honour and pleasure having Jimmy on the um, podcast. It was great having a catch-up. Um... When we stopped recording, turns out we are going to a few more gigs with each other, so I'm looking forward to catching up with him again in the future. So, um, without further ado, as I mentioned in the intro, I like to, um, yeah, as, a, as a feature, have a review discussion about a um, film somebody's recommended to me, a game to play, or in the case of the last episode, Professor Will Brooker recommended the excellent album The Suburbs by Arcade Fire. And if you listen to uh, that episode, you will hear that is is actually my favourite album from Arcade Fire. They're a band I've probably seen about three or four times. Uh, I think they're touring in April over here. If, if not, I hope they'll be around for many, many years to come. They are fantastic live. Now, I haven't really reviewed slash discussed any of the, um, well, any any albums on this yet, so let's try and do this track by track. Um, I've got the album, yeah, yeah, okay, I've got the album loaded up on my phone, The Suburbs, brilliant intro to it. It's, um, one thing I quite like about Arcade Fire is it just seems kind of real, melancholy, you could call it that as well. They are so talented, multi-instrumentalists as well, and yeah, the, the songs they do... A mix of rock, they're beautiful, they they do paint a nice picture in your head. Um, if you haven't heard this album, by all means listen to it, it's definitely 5 out of 5. So brilliant opening the suburbs, and then it just kicks into ready to start with that lovely beat. If you haven't heard the Foo Fighters version of that, listen to it, it's fantastic. And Modern Man, of course, a reflection on the modern man in um, today's society. Rococo, beautiful, nice little, um, you know, but well, leads into the lovely violins of Empty Room, City with No Children, great guitar rift in that one as well, half Light 1, um, it's, you know, going back to, as I say, Melancholy, nice, chilled-out song, half Light 2, saying no celebration, but it's... I, I, I'm finding it difficult to describe here, audience. I know, I'm not really failing you or myself, because, well, fuck yeah, but it's brilliant song it's sort of like this is a pure example of an arcade fire song that just engrosses you into it suburban war nice little song i really am repeated myself here 
month of May, brilliant song about the summertime, you know, sort of reminiscent of the feelings that you had, especially as a teenager, young adult, you know, where you've got to get out there, enjoy the most of the summertime. Wasted um, Hours, track 11, that sort of goes down a bit more, nothing wrong with that though. Deep Blue, um, how can I put this? It's more of a sort of like 60s rust bar feel with the piano there. We used to wait. Classic. Absolutely classic song. Just listen to it. If you don't know that song, what the hell is wrong with you? Another two-parter. Sprawl 1. Flatland in brackets. More of a quiet one. Brings into Sprawl 2. Mountains Beyond Mountains. Very up beating, simply, it reminds me of 80, well, 80 songs a bit, and then The Suburbs continued, um, a bit like Everything Now, their latest album, the opening and closing tracks link into each other, but, um, yeah, so it's, it's an absolutely fantastic album, not one song on it is a filler, and that's really important nowadays, especially, well, I think this was 2010, it came out, let's have a quick look here, yep, it came out in August 2010, seven years old, and counting, still brilliant, sounds really fresh, you know, on critical reception, it won so many um, albums of the year, what's it saying here, number one in BBC Six Music's top 50 albums of the year, Tangent, Folks, if you don't listen to Six Music, listen to it. To summarise, they play so much variety of music from all sorts of genres. Very rarely do I hear a song that I'm either waiting for it to end or to turn off. It's, yeah, it's, it's not like that as well. And Grammy Award Album of the Year, Brit Award um, Album of the Year, NME Award for Best Album of the Year. Go and listen to it, it's fantastic. And thank you to Professor Will Brooker for recommending that to me. Of course, you heard Jimmy's recommendations at the end of that. I've um, been getting involved in them already in preparation for the next episode. So um, I can't announce officially who I've got next. I've got a few guests in the pipeline. They're not confirmed. We haven't got dates to, to record them, but they will have some really good stories. And, you know, as 2018 rolls on, I'm going to get, uh, well, fingers crossed, you know, if I get the time, crank out as many podcasts as possible for this year. But by all means, check out the other episodes, the mini-sodes here. You can, uh, you know, as I said, you know, catch me on Twitter if you've got any requests any comments if you like this if you didn't like this if you want to be a guest as i said before but once again thank you all for listening and have a fucking fantastic 2018 unless this is already is 2018 or 2019 by the time you're listening to this um in which case i've hoped you had a brilliant one but everyone thanks very much for listening have a good one